get ourselves into one of these growing up conversations, family. I think it's about that time. I ain't went live in a while, man. Let me get, get a couple people in here. Just have a slight grown up conversation. And um, we ain't gonna be long winded with it. All right. Uh, so a few points I just want to get across here. And um, just see if it makes some sense. All right. Um, I think leadership in our community have actually sidestepped uh, real, real grown-up conversations. I see you in there, Black African Power, Mr. Omar Reed. Was good, man. That, that jacket, that jacket come through. I ain't get mine yet. Let me see. What's the date? The fourteenth. Should be there in two days, bro. Make sure you get a picture of that, see what it look like, yo. Um, yeah, so I want to have this grown-up conversation um, and, you know, tackle some points. I'm not going to name no names, uh, but I think the education on it going to be good, right? All right, so I always want to be sensitive uh, to, to the families of black people that lost their life. And the point I want to make here is by me running them streets so hard, being on the other side to me, the police was the enemy, right? But what I can't understand is how the police are the enemy to law-abiding citizens. Like, I don't get that. I get why they was the enemy to me and my crew. You know, like Dr. Mayas say, boy, y'all was playing, it's called Tom and Jerry. You know what I'm saying? The cat and mouse. Uh, the killer be killed. You know, that's how them streets go. All right? And um, so I understand why. It was their job to lock me up, and it was my job to stop from getting locked up and make it home to my family. Their job was to lock me up and make it home to their family. My job was to not get locked up and make it home to my family. Although we call it throwing bricks at the penitentiary, that's what we did. So for the life of me, living the life I live, being in gunfights, being shot, you know what I'm saying? Watching homeboys get shot, you know what I'm saying? Like, I be trying to figure out why would law-abiding citizens consider the police the enemy? Maybe y'all know more than I know about that. Feel me? Why would a law-abiding citizen hate the police? You know what I'm saying? When I ran them streets, you damn right we hated the damn police. Because at any moment, they could take your freedom. And as a matter of a fact, as a matter of fact, right? Before you went outside, you had a checklist of things in your mind that you checked off so you wouldn't get caught slipping in the streets. So for us, we never even really worried about the police. You know what I'm saying? No, my fault. We didn't worry about the niggas in the street. It was the police you had to worry about. And to be 100% accurate, what I'm saying is, we didn't even worry about the city police, you know what I'm saying? Because for us, that was second, that was second, what we call that? They was, they was second fiddle or second string. All right, if you got locked up by the regular police, you was just slipping. Your game was off. Lord knows you getting a shootout battle with the regular police is a very interesting thing. Right? So our main objective is is to live as if 
the feds, you know what I'm saying, was on you. That's how you had to carry that. Had to carry it as if the feds was on you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had to be on the lookout for all of that. All right? But the police, look at the job the police got. All right? I have a few friends in the police department. Uh, my aunt was a police. Right? One day I'm going to interview her and let, and let her talk about it. And, and so, why would law-abiding citizens consider the police the enemy when you got real enemies in your community selling drugs? So, if you're selling drugs, cocaine, heroin, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I would even go as far as to say, um, y'all might agree that alcohol, you know what I'm saying, destroys many lives in the black community. The liquor stores owned by the Koreans and different people, they cause a lot of havoc in our community. Like, I'm telling you, when a person gets struck out on alcohol, man, man, they don't even come back. Even when they sober up, you still look like they was alcoholics. Okay, but but like cocaine, um, Mr. Crack, the powder, heroin, you know what I'm saying? And these crazy drugs, these pills, you know what I'm saying? If you sell that in our community, you become an enemy to our community, not the police. So the police are there to try to stop that. All right, so it's a cat and mouse game. See, now I can say this because I'm not in that life. Now I respect the brothers and sisters that just do that and made their mind. That's what they want to do because that, that's what they do. But I don't respect the wholesale uh, destruction of the community, right? And I think our brothers can do way better than that, all right? So why would law-abiding citizens that ain't doing nothing wrong hate the police? So what is the police there for? Strictly talking about the black community, all right? The police ain't necessarily there to give you a damn speeding ticket, but that's what they do, and we know why. Because speeding tickets are important to help the infrastructure in the community. Get a ticket, you pay the fine, that's going to go towards roads and stuff like that. Hell, when they start getting those cars to drive their damn self, the speeding tickets and all that shit is gone. <laughs> Funny. But... Am I advocate of the police department per se? Hmm. Based off what I seen, based off of the world I put myself into. If you didn't have no police, be in trouble. Based off the climate, watch this, y'all. Based off the climate that was presented to us. When the first African got enslaved and was brought to the United States, before it was called the United States, brought to the Americas, right? Based off of the thuggery, based off of the outright criminality of the government when it opened up shop, right? In Native American, in Native, in Native America, right? Based off of all of that, based off the corruption, right? Based off of the wholesale murder and rape of African people, you would need some damn police. If not just the police, the damn police. Based off of the standards, right, of surviving in America. You know what I'm saying? You would need police. Hell, in America, it's the easiest place in the world to get away with crime. So damn right you would need some police. Shit. Man, for me, if you're getting locked up all the time and you can see yourself a criminal, you're a terrible criminal. It was easy to, to run around the police. 
Like you in America, you know what I'm saying? Even when they think they got you, they ain't got you in America. And so you see this, you see this behavior out of police because they lock you up 10 times, right? One time they lock you up with a gun, next time they lock you up with the drugs, right? Uh, one time they lock you up for loitering, next time they lock you up because they think you're running the criminal enterprise, whatever it is, right? And you beat all them charges. <laughs> Why? Because it's a certain way they gotta do it when they lock you up. Like just pulling you over, finding drugs in your car, that shit for TV. By the time that shit go to court, it get thrown out. Man, I done got locked up for guns plenty of time, right? In my car, but they had no reason to pull me over to even get that gun. So the shit didn't fly in court. So the system in America is set up. That's what I was talking about when I started talking about the slave trade, the criminality of the whole slave trade, kidnapping trade, right? The system in America is really designed and set up for the criminal to get the fuck away. Because you got to know they was criminals, right, when they kidnapped us, right? So the whole system itself, right, leans towards the criminal, the bad guy, the law-abiding citizen at times get caught up in that. The letter of the law, they call it. Where you get the three-strike rule. You know what I'm saying? The letter of the law. But for the criminals, do you know how many times you got to get locked up? Right? Let's just say you don't even got no lawyers and public defenders. Do you know how many times you got to get locked up before you actually do some time? <laughs> Come on, man. You know how many times I've been locked up, man? I've Hundreds. Crazy. So my point is, is that first we need the good crystal clear conversations. And it has to be based around the truth. So I'm going to say is again, why would law-abiding citizens consider the police the enemy? The, the police ain't there to be an enemy. Now, who's framing the police as being an enemy? You should ask yourself that. You should really slow yourself down, right? And take time to read. Now, Candace Owens, I can't stand Candace Owens. Because she has no mechanism. She has no filter. Right? She has no empathy, right, for the people that she be talking about. She'll lay down a group of facts that's right and exact, but the context and the way she actually promotes it is a bunch of malarkey. She's so intelligent, she can't see the forest for the trees. Like, let me give you an example. And I don't want to go way off. So we know based off biology and biological evolution that there is no race. So Candace Owens will use that. She'll say that race is a social construct. So then what are y'all talking about? There's no race. Blah, 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 blah. But what she's not evaluating in the equation is that that doesn't change the fact that black people were kidnapped, enslaved based off the color of their skin. That there is an effect Right of pseudoscience claiming that there were three races: Mongoloid, Caucasoid. You know what I'm saying? Mongoloid, Caucasoid, and Negroid. Those three, those three things right there. That scientific racism, racism affected black lives all over the planet. You know what I'm saying? All over the planet, and it was based off of the mischaracterization mischaracterization and it was based off of the misinformation and bad science and pseudoscience that claimed it was a race. 
But that didn't mean that black people didn't get murdered and raped and enslaved and mistreated through slavery, mistreated through Jim Crow, mistreated through the civil rights movement, mistreated to this day. That does not mean that did not happen. But see, her mind does not work to the point where she can make that determination like that. So we know, scientifically speaking, right, there is no race, right? But, but in the world we live in, decisions are made based off of the misconception of race. And that has hurt black people. Candace Owens also talked about there is no systemic racism. But wait a minute. Systemic racism, right, is embodied in uh, the institutions. So what are the institutions? One of the oldest institutions on planet Earth is the family. So there were families, there were businessmen, right, businesswomen, companies that constructed the global slave market, the global kidnapping market. Right there, that institution of business that they had, right, entwined and the absolute wholesale selling and murder, right, and, and, and kidnapping of African people. That institution of business model right there is what built the United States. No matter how clear they document was, no matter how much they wanted to break away from religious freedoms, and I'm gonna talk about that, no matter how they wanted to break away from England and all the religion and all that, and that that the acts were criminal and to this day they have not lived up to their documents. Now I'm not saying they're not trying to live up to the document that their forefathers wrote, the Constitution. The Constitution is one thing on paper, right? And in reality in the world we live in, it's another thing. And you have to be smart enough to see there's a difference. Candace Owens can't see that difference. She just can't. So she like she on Cardi B. So, so really, Candace Owens kind of insult us into thinking, at least for me, at no point did I think Cardi B was going to deliver a crystal clear message to Joe Biden. Man, why would I think that? She's a rap artist. You know, bitches, hoes, and tricks. You know, she that's her thing. From that, she's got millions of viewers, popularity, uh, riches. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, basically, she's a street woman. Or at least that's what she portrays herself as, as having affiliations to certain gangs. At no point did I think Cardi B was going to dive in that conversation like, like a black intellectual and explain her position like that. I, I, I mean, like when I heard Cardi B, she sounded like Cardi B. I didn't expect her to be a role model. Whereas Candace Owens expected her to be a role model, expected her to be uh, abreast and aware of issues. Now, if she was... Yo, we can respect that. But for Cannon Owens to chop a sister head off, see, what you have here is now we're looking at two sisters fight. You say, well, damn, uncle, you fight all the time, niggas. Yeah, whatever. The point I want to make here is clear, right? That nobody with intelligence ever thought that um, Cardi B was going to deliver a sound interview. She wasn't no goddamn Oprah Winfrey. I didn't expect her to be that. I expected her to be Cardi B. A Cardi B is simply expression. I know she got paid, right? But she's expressing who she would vote for. And as a rapper and an entertainer, she expressed it the way she wanted to express it. Simple as that. I didn't think she did. Then that would be a plus and a feather in her cap. Get a sister time to grow. All right? So nobody, nobody that I know of 
no no sound community expects their entertainers to be more than entertainers and if they're if they end up being greater than just entertainers right like muhammad ali yeah i'm saying jim brown right and then we applaud them okay but hell if you go back and listen to muhammad ali the shit he was saying was crazy as hell remember man, he was in the nation of islam he subscribed to the yakub and all that nonsense despite he did all that remember Remember how he sounded? Go back and listen to him. He had the blackity black black going all the way, misinformation Muslim. Man, man, Muhammad Ali got up out of that, y'all. He left the nation of Islam. Go back and listen to his early shit. I never expected Muhammad Ali to be more than what he was, right, back then, but with a great box of Cassius Clay. I never expected him to be politically active. Well, that was great that he did. Same with Jim Brown and all of them. Um, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Abdul Jabbar and all them, right? When they when, when they end up being more than just in sports, right? And 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 when they jump into politics and they do a great job, that's a feather in the cap, man. And we gotta applaud them brothers. But for you expecting them to be more than just that, it's crazy to me. That's not what they signed up for. And the fact that they jumped in that. I'm giving that credit on that. But but we, right, as intelligent people, can't expect our athletes to do that. You don't expect white athletes to be more than, than, than just athletes. Think about it. You don't expect uh, white entertainers, right, white music, quote-unquote white music, hip-hop, uh, um, um, heavy metal. You don't expect the conscious measures coming out of heavy metal, right? And you don't hear the European community expecting it to be more than that. It's called entertainment. So if your kids don't know that that's just entertainment and their favorite rapper might not even really be a gangbanger, they might be taking bits and pieces from people's lives, you know what I'm saying, because it's a, it's, a, it's a type of street poetry and putting it together, right, to express it, right, and that just might be the world they've seen. If you expect, if you don't tell your children that it's entertainment, then you're the ones at fault. When Cardi B becomes a role model in your household, then it's the problem. It's the parents' problem, not Cardi B. My children look at Cardi B and laugh. They never expected Cardi B to do more than what she did. And if she did, we would have had a good conversation around it. But I ain't gonna berate Cardi B. So, so Cannon Owens, she doesn't put it all together. She said, like, 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 like when she called George Floyd, we felt like George Floyd was a martyr. No, nobody was since thought he was a martyr. We just seen the human element in it. We just understood, right, that the crime that he supposedly committed, right, didn't warrant death on the streets. That's what we really saying, Cardi B. I mean, not Cardi B, Cannon Owens. So back to the conversation, what I'm really trying to bring you. Why would law abiding the citizens consider the police enemies? Well, um, they shooting us at a high rate. Now we got to talk about it. Are they really shooting us at a high rate? They're definitely shooting us twice, twice as much as other communities. Um, why do they bring up the records? Why do they talk about this bet? Because that's kind of part of it. So, like, you can't be a nigga hustling in the street for 20 years, right? Being locked up, being locked up, doing this, doing that then get in a serious situation and you might lose your life and people not take a look at your behavior in the past, right? You know how they shit, they say what goes around comes around, like the life you may have lived might come back and bite you one day? That's a possibility. 
This is the serious conversation. So are black people being shot that had never been in the street at all? I am sure that the majority of black people, and this I'm certain of, watch this, the majority of black people are law-abiding citizens. But you wouldn't know that based off of the high rates of promotion of deaf culture. You wouldn't really know it. It's like a badge of honor to the community as a whole to be a drug dealer and a criminal. We like be on some Bonnie and Clyde shit. Like that's your badge of honor. Yo, I came out the hood. That's a badge of honor. When it's really a badge of ignorance. No community should promote that like that. So you got like, it's, it's like the Italians. Most Italians aren't monsters and gangsters. But you would think so. That's a black mark on the community. So we got to start calling it what it is. That the mark is really a black market, a black mark on the Italian community. And yeah, they do pick up at the times. But when you talk to a real Italian, you know what I'm saying, most of them, you know what I'm saying, don't like the crime. You go back to Sicily, right, Italy and all that, you know what I'm saying, man, those people was living in terror. They don't pick up that shit. All right? So I think we need to start at home, stop promoting crime as if that shit is cool. Stop promoting that the black that the fucking police is the enemy. Stop promoting that shit. That shit is stupid. Deal with this shit like a responsible community would deal with it. You gotta look at the whole thing. So let me give you this. And I'm gonna feel me on this, right? When I was getting money in Baltimore, Maryland, you would always have people around you. And you could always get people involved in your thing you was doing. So like when I dated women, right? I, they wouldn't know I was a drug dealer. I never, I never, I dress like I dress now. I just never would, I never looked like a drug dealer that made no sense. You're going straight to, you're going straight to prison. Never had the fancy car. You're going straight to prison. So a woman couldn't look at me until I sold drugs. Okay? Now, being a good guy that I am, yeah, I mean, somewhere along the line, I would have had to, I let them know. Because I ain't no sucker nigga. And I don't want to put nobody door in harm way. So I would have to tell them and let them know. But it wouldn't be at first. I ain't going to lie. But somewhere down the line it would. So at times, the women who had nothing to do with drugs at all would do shit. Well, drop this money off right here. Take this to yo, just drop this money off right here. Or let me hold their car. So, or... Bail me out. We understand that bailing people out is what families do, girlfriends do, boyfriends do, homeboys do. That's what they do. They bail niggas out. We got that. So just because a person bail you out don't mean they part of your criminal enterprise. But they, they kind of they knew what we was doing. Because when you start going to Vegas, right, and you take your girl with you or your wife with you, you know what I'm saying, or which one, whichever one you want to take that day, however it went, you know what I'm saying? Trips to Cancun, Jamaica. You know what I'm saying? After a while, everybody around you know what the hell you do. They go from your mother, your father on down. You know what I mean? They, the, 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 the people on the outside looking in would actually say they would be explicit, right, in helping you do what you do. Now, on the inside, we're like, come on, man. They ain't really with that. Although I might leave a hundred thousand in my mother's house and fifty thousand in my mother's house, she don't really know that. But she ain't checking hard. But she don't really know that. 
She don't know the interworkings. She ain't look, ah, even though your family know you get money, you know what I'm saying? They ain't really with it. Now, when the feds come get you, right, sometimes they grab the people around you, like your mother, your father, your aunt, your uncles. You know what I'm saying? If you get enough money, the feds going to put pressure on your family to make your ass come in and tell. Although you personally know that, man, my mother ain't really had nothing to do with that. My cousin just was around. They was like the innocent bystanders. But let's deal with the reality of it. The truth is, when your family members realize you're selling drugs, they should all get the fuck away from you. That's how the police look at it. That's how the, 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 the other side looks at it. The way we look at it as, man, they just family, you know what I'm saying? Yo, my cousin get on my nerves, always want money. I tell a nigga, yo, drop that, drop, drop that pack off right there, yo. He might come around and drop a pack off once a fucking year to get that extra money. But that don't necessarily mean that he's actually getting down with the get down. You know what I'm saying? That don't necessarily mean that. I'm renting cars for you. You feel me? Like, 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 you, some women will rent cars for you. You get locked up in that car, got drugs in it. That don't mean that she was hustling with y'all. She might come around the stash house or her car, right? Might be in that neighborhood because you drive it all the time. Police take pictures of the uh, license plate. You know what I'm saying? It's registered her name. That doesn't mean she's in an operation. But from the outside, from the people with them binoculars looking, from the people tapping phones, right? To them, certain things they say. don't know that inside. Remember, they only getting bits and pieces of uh, tape phone conversations and all that. But what I will tell you, your girlfriend is with you and niggas shoot up the car, she could possibly die, right? So there's a certain level of responsibility that the outsiders, the non-combatants that's in your life gotta be aware of. So we gotta teach our babies, our sons, particularly our daughters, stop fucking with drug dealers. Because although you might not be hustling, you might have rented a nigga a car. You know what I'm saying? You might have, the nigga might have gave you 20000 or 10000 to put in the bank for him, to hold on the side. You might have a safe in your house. Like you don't sell drugs, you don't get high, you just got a safe in the house and the nigga come and put money in that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's part of what we do, right? You got to tell your daughters, stay the fuck away from niggas that hustle and stay drugs. Because it might come back to bite you and it might look real bad, although you really had nothing to do with it. So a lot of times, people in the black community become victims of their bad choices. Although they never been locked up, they never did this, just being around a person, just being around in the scene, you know what I'm saying? I have you looking real, 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 real shady. So I'm going to let y'all uh, marinate at it on a while. I ain't mentioning no names. I ain't mentioning nothing. But you'll find out, right, that the majority of people that get shot by the police got weapons. 96% of them. And a lot of times, some of them have mental illnesses. I'm just giving y'all an inside game. Watch this. Here's an inflammatory statement. Let's defund the police. Now, it sounds like it sounds like you're talking about cutting pay, uh, taking away certain weaponry, not allotting money for proper training. That's what it sounds like on the outside. It's a very inflammatory statement. 
and they know damn well it's gonna get the other side roused up. That's why you see the, the fucking crazy, funny Trump commercials taking advantage of that. Well, defund the police. Well, my, well, 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 my daughter, this is a police officer saying, a black police officer for a Trump commercial saying, my daughter was murdered by gang members because I was the police. And Joe Biden's talking about defund the police. Well, defunding the police don't mean that. It don't mean cut program. It don't mean that. What it's talking about is there are things that, watch this, that even the police department don't want to deal with. It's what they're talking about taking away from the police. Like, for instance, police don't want to deal with uh, 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 brothers and sisters with mental illness because the shit can turn real bad. Right? Like the brother that lost his life. Floyd, brother Floyd, right? He lost his life. But obviously, obviously, he was either suffering from some type of mental illness, right? Or was suffering from some type of drug habit. So the police don't want to deal with people who have drug habits. And the police sure as hell don't want to deal with people with mental illnesses. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to deal with those type of activities right there. Not at all. Now, brother Floyd ain't no way in hell that a man whose hands is handcuffed, right, no matter how much he resisted getting to the fucking police car, you can't be but so goddamn violent with six police and handcuffs on. Ain't no way in the hell he's supposed to lost his life. That shit don't even make no sense. That shit is criminal. But the way we can change that is you need to have some type of task force, right, that's called in when a person is acting panicky like that, right? Some type of uh, uh, drug drug liaison, somebody deals with drugs and, and, and quote unquote uh, mental illnesses need to show up on the scene and figure out why is this brother bugging out like this. Take him let him let him sit it out for a minute you feel me? Uh, put him in a larger container. They got paddy wagons and shit you, you feel me? Talk him off the ledge his life is way worth more than that. You're not supposed to die because you don't want to get into a police car that's that's not even the rules. As a matter of fact, you're innocent until proven guilty. So you can shoot six police officers, drop your gun, put your hands up. You, 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 you do justice in this country. Am I correct? Never was that man supposed to lose his life. So there's things you can do. You need to develop task force. Police don't want to dip like they had to hood the guy sitting down and end up dying. They don't want to hood people. Police don't want to do that. They don't want to have to deal with crazy people. They don't want to deal with... Whacked out drug addicts. They don't want to do with none of that type shit. So when you defund the police, the police don't want to do that shit anyway. The police don't want to deal with the homeless. Why is it that the police have to deal with the homeless? Why is it that the police have to deal with mental illness? Most people that are homeless have mental illness. Not all of them. Drug addicts. Your, your shit is you. You use so many drugs. You can your, your mind can end up slipping into some kind of mental illness. Why would the police have to deal with all that? Talk to some police, y'all. They don't want to deal with none of that shit. So when they talk about defunding the police, they're really talking about moving programs out of the police that they don't want to do anyway. And most police will agree with you. We don't want to do that anyway. Read the article on Wikipedia talking about defunding the police. Go down to the bottom section and it talks about all that. They don't want to do that anyway. So why? So is it just me? Why is it that the Democrats, right, are promoting this when really they could just sit down and talk to police and, and, and you know the police chiefs have a serious grown-up conversation and they will say, you know what, you're right, we don't want to do that anyway. But the way they say it is very inflammatory. 
Only people like y'all watching the stream gonna actually read it. Read what defund the police mean. It don't mean what it sound like. So I just want to kind of just brush into that a little bit, right? They ain't want to do nothing long, right? I just want y'all to know, man, check this out, y'all, man. If you got aunts and cousins of them hustling and selling drugs, man, man, you got to stay away from them, man. I know it seemed hard. And I know it sounds crazy coming from my mouth, but that's the reality of it, man. I got friends that hustle, man. When I go home, man, I get them with the BB. Because if I know if I'm hanging out too close, if I'm going to dinner and all that, man, I could be getting on camera and I could be setting, I could be getting set up to get my damn door kicked in. Oh, just say my couple of my homies from Baltimore, you know what I'm saying, that I know is deep into the shit, you know what I'm saying, they coming and visit me once a month. But really, they just coming and visit me to hang out with me. And they might have some shit going on, you know what I'm saying, down in the bluff that I don't know about. But they come up just to kick with me, we go out and eat, man. In a minute, I'm looking like I'm with that. In a minute, I'm expecting people to make choices with my life when they come to kick my door in. Although I ain't did shit in years, 20 years, but it looked crazy. Hey Amen. And that's the reality of the situation, what I'm trying to say. Now. We got to deal with reality. Reality is the police don't know a lot of shit. The feds know a little bit more, but they they know bits and pieces of what they're looking at. So to you, I'm looking like a drug dealer with my man from Baltimore just getting money coming down every month. I'm starting to look like the in-between. They look at my jacket where I've been. Oh, that nigga back in the game. Yeah, I look like that. I, my man could just be coming, you know, stopping off, hanging out, getting some dinner. You know what I'm saying? While he parlaying, then he go handle his business down there. But I get tied into that loop, man. That's I'm, I'm telling y'all the real shit on how it work, man. So, man, let's strengthen our community with them real conversations, man. Under no circumstance should police be shooting in houses and shit. Yeah, I'm saying, uh, thank goodness for the no-knock warrants being taken away in that situation uh, with Miss Taylor, right? So they're not even doing that no more in her area. Uh, that's a that's a plus, okay? Um, and, you know, shout out to Floyd family and all the brothers that lost their life, man. But uh, nah, man, don't don't make don't let the media, don't let the Democratic Party, you know, play you ignorant. So what's the real? What's the end game? Don't keep watching the videos over and over again. It, it literally seems like black people are getting shot all the time. When the reality is, man, since 2015, when the Washington Post started uh, the actual facts and figures and research, man, man, the same amount of people die every year based off of um, getting shot by the police, man. Same, the number ain't risen, but it seems like it. And they know that. Oh, Corona Rhymes is not a death sentence, but it seems like it don't. Who, what, like, you gotta teach your kids how to watch the media. Like, like even when you watch it in your local news, don't it seem like black people always shooting and killing each other all the time? Man, you gotta, I'm saying, man, that shit is business for them because everybody got carried a story. So it seemed like that's what's going on. And, and we're so emotional because we, because we have not grown in our community. We have not grown to the point where we can distinguish between what's just news and playing it over and over again and what reality is. So the reality is we're not getting shot like we everybody think we're getting shot. That's not what it is. That's not what's going down. It's not what's happening. Although we all lose our lives. All right? But not the way it feels and not the way it seems. All right? 
And they know that. And and we're too emotional. And it has to be a certain point. I love being emotional because that's when I'm at my best. But it's got to be a time when you sit back, evaluate the whole situation, and see who's getting shot, right? Who's not getting shot? And what can we do? Don't run out there howling, screaming, charging the goddamn machine gun hill. Because it creates an environment of, of, of we, 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 and I'm gonna end with this. It, it, it seems as if we're being smothered. Like they're coming to get us. Like, like, like when the kids in a the car, they, they, they're, they're now afraid of the police. I grew up in an environment they call officer friendly. Remember that? Where you got to meet the police. You got to see they was human beings. Black brothers. Good dudes, right? Good dudes. So the kids are now afraid of the police. They're going to shoot, they're going to shoot, they're going to shoot us. It's not the truth. But that's what everybody's promoting. Then you get the Black Lives Matter. They way out of pocket. Oh, man. Everybody, the conscious community is way out of pocket. And so we're in an environment now where it seems like we're getting shot every fucking day. So it seems like we, we, we now we have a, a hysteria of hopelessness is what's going on now. So now when the people start to feel totally hopeless, which we not, we start to react differently. So now in Compton, right? Young dude walked up and shot two police. Because now people in the hood are feeling like, man, we got to protect our community from these damn police. We just walk by all the drug dealers. We just walk by the predators that were sexually assaulting black women. Let me pause for a minute. Like the guy that got seven, shot seven times, man. Look, man, I don't think nobody should get shot seven fucking times, even if he did have a knife. They ain't have it. But, Dad, did we forget that the dude had a warrant for sexual assault against a black woman? Did we forget that? Did we forget that she was the one that called? You know what I'm saying? So when they was coming, they already knew the nigga had a warrant. And and, and the nigga, he, and he had a, uh, it's called a, when a, a, a woman or anybody can put out something that means you can't be in a space. And I'm forgetting the actual name of it. You can't be in a you can't be in a space, okay? And he broke that. So you got a dude who's up on charges for sexually assault the black woman. You know what I'm saying? You got the NBA right actually, quote unquote, um, bagging that malarkey. That's a bunch of nonsense. No, he shouldn't have got shot seven times. That's bad policing right there. Simple as that. Horrible policing. But what about the black woman, man? This dude is a predator. I ain't heard nobody talk about the sisters, you know what I'm saying, that this dude was sexually harassing or sexually assaulted or quote-unquote raped. I ain't heard nobody talk about that. What the hell was the police supposed to do? Not go? Was she not supposed to call him? Come on, man. The police was there, man, to protect and serve and help that black woman out, man. So my point is, we got to look at the whole situation and this whole totality. Look at every aspect of it and then make an informed decision before we start following a bunch of white people and a bunch of yahoos talking about Black Lives Matter. Before before the hood, right? Before the real gangs in the hood, you know what I'm saying? Or any crazy person in the hood just start shooting police. So now I got people saying, yeah, them police should die. I mean, all right, that's funny. That's some funny shit. So now, okay, police are getting shot. That ain't nothing new, though. I want to let y'all know that. Ain't nothing new. And that's part of, one, part of the goddamn reason why when the fucking police say halt, your ass should just halt. Because police do get shot. Y'all can look it up. Right? 
Most police shootings, 96% of them, occur, you know what I'm saying, when both parties got guns. Police got guns and the person they shoot got guns or weapons. Period. Okay? But is the answer to start shooting police now? Well, they're going to start responding. If you think shooting police is going to slow the shit down, that's going to make more motherfuckers get shot. They really going to be itchy now. Oh, all you got to do is look ahead and look in your eye like you coming at them in the car. They might dive off shoot. So it's a crazy climate, all created by people taking advantage of our emotion. Man, hey man, you ain't gonna make it off emotion, bro. Emotion only lasts for so long. A community cannot be ran by emotion, y'all. Can't be. Hey man, I see you in there, Sean. What's up with you, man? Moo moo. <laughs> I already know what's up, Mumu. I'll beat you up on this topic, Mumu. Anyway, man, I appreciate everybody coming through, man. Shout out to everybody on there. Sweetie, I see you, man. Uh, my sis, what's up, sis? What's up with you? I see you. I see you, Reggie. Sean, back at you again. I see you. E5, what's up with you? Alright, hey, I see you. Alright, I see you, Garvey. I see all y'all in there, man. Shout out to the pseudo killers, man. Shout out to the Amaral squad, man. Marcy Clan Voyeurs, man. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to the research team, too. Kofi Powside research team, man. Shout out to all that, man. Man, NBK Way, man. Y'all know what it is, man. Appreciate that, man. I'm letting y'all know, man. Let me end with this. I'm letting y'all know. I'm about to fry a big fish. That's what I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm about to... He's on the grill. The gas is lit. The pan is cooking. And I can smell the grease. All right? I promise you this. Y'all remember. If you don't know what the hell you talking about when it comes to evolution and just topics, shut the hell up. Stop misinforming our community. Don't allow your religion to distort the reality of where we live. Don't allow your emotion to distort where we live. Hey, man, I love y'all, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in. We got 28,000 people watching, man, and I love y'all, man, and I'm out.